I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. I'll try to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. <laughs> This month is... Wow! Oh, Maze, why do you say that? Supercharge it. (laughs) So that this promo can remain evergreen. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Cinefo. Wherever you get podcasts. (laughs) I'm Hallie Levant welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community, and they are going to bless your soul. What a treat and a treasure, friends. Let's get going today. Just like the walls of Jericho came tumbling down so the Israelites could rush in and slay every man, woman, child, and animal, my little walls cannot withstand the charms of my co-host, Gray House. He slays, everybody. Hey, Hallie. So good to see you. So nice to be here. Oh, we're so blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Absolutely. Hey, I had an amazing week at Climax this week, and I can't wait to tell you about it. Do tell, my brother. As you know, every year I do something just with my guys that I call Ladder Day. Okay. And Ladder Day is uh, after the main Climax services. I say, hey, guys, I want all the guys in the room to stick around, and all the ladies can leave. Uh, We close the doors, and I bring out a 25-foot ladder, and we put it, uh, we sort of have a ball pit, that's built in the middle of the stage. All the guys circle around it. And I say, guys, I've got a challenge for you. 
I want you to put one hand in your pocket. It could be your left hand, your right hand, whatever is your dominant hand. Okay. I want you to put that in your pocket. Okay. And then I say, all right, one at a time, we're going to line up. And I want to see if you can climb that ladder using one hand. Oh, that's impossible. It is impossible. These kids cannot do it. They get about halfway up, three quarters way up, they fall off into the ball pit. And it's really fun. We laugh. And so, Hallie, then what I say is, okay, guys, I want you to start thinking about this ladder as a metaphor oh, to heaven. Yep. If you're climbing on the ladder to heaven and you've got one hand where it shouldn't be, oh. you're not going to be able to climb. And they go, great, what's that? And I say, guys, I want to talk to you about masturbation. Whoa. It's a really powerful metaphor because then I say, hey, take one hand out of your pocket and now climb the ladder. They can all do it. Straight to heaven. And it's just a great reminder because, you know, I, I, Hallie, I've talked to you about this before. I like to be a bit shocking sometimes. Yeah. And I like to get their attention. You got to do that with teens. This is a great way to do it. That's right. Somebody said you should call it Latter Day Saints. And I said, I don't, I think that's a thing already. Oh, yeah. A door to door thing. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not sure what it is. So I can't call it that. But um, yeah, Latter Day. It's been awesome. Now, one kid did climb it with both hands, he, he, but he didn't use his feet. And he got all the way to the top and he sort of did a marine climb all the way to the top. And I said, why'd you not use your feet? And he said, well, I've got a foot fetish. And I said, what's that? And he go, well, he just said he likes shoes. And I said, well, that's fine. As long as you're not. Yeah. I don't think God cares about foot fetishes. Right. I'm not sure what that is. But hand in the pants, you know, the divine creator of the universe does not want your hand in your pants because if you got one hand in your pants, you're not going to get to heaven on the ladder. That is great. Yeah. So, um, really, really fun day. One kid uh, climbed with no feet. One kid got concussed because he kind of fell in the ball pit on his head. Hmm. Um, not that deep or it, oh, no, it's not that it's on about, I mean, you know, how many got, balls did you have? We got about 18 inches around the ladder of balls. That's great. So and enough to break your fall. Yeah, it should be. Right. Uh, how was your week, Allie? Oh, what a weekend we had. I don't know if you caught any of the weekend services, but Steve was on fire. He had a great message from Matthew 25, which I think I've mentioned before is my favorite passage in all the Bible. Yes, you have. I love Matthew 25, but I always get caught up in the part about the sheep and the goats where Jesus says, everyone's going to be standing before God on judgment day and God is going to separate the sheep from the goats. And he's going to say, I know you come on into heaven. I don't know who you are. You're going to... Um, Burn in hell for all eternity. And, uh, and, and what does he say in Matthew 25 about how he separates the sheep from the goats? How is it that he knows you? He says, I know you come into paradise. He knows you because I was naked and you fed me. I was cold and you comforted me. I was a widow and you visited me. So Jesus is saying, that's how I know you. I am that widow. I am that homeless person. And when you take care of the least of these, you're actually caring for Jesus himself. And all these other people say, but we believed the right things. We had the right theology. And he's like, sorry, never met you. You might've had the perfect orthodoxy and you might've like gotten your beliefs right. But, um, I was there and I was hungry and I was naked and I was cold and you didn't do anything to comfort me and to be there for me. And I think that's such a powerful, but that's not what Steve was talking about. He was talking about the 10 virgins. That's also in Matthew 25. And I said, isn't that so cool that the Bible can still surprise you? And it was so cool because I never really paid attention to or understood um, the virgins part of it. And Steve explained it so beautifully and I was overwhelmed. So we know there were 10 virgins and five were wise and five were foolish, right? right? But what Steve was explaining this weekend is that these wise virgins were not the bride. They were just trying to get into the wedding, to be guests at the wedding. And I, I wonder why their status as virgins was important. I don't know. Anyway, Steve explained that God wants... 
there to be many guests at the wedding. Otherwise, it's not a wedding. That's right. And that still might not, might be like, well, how does that apply to my life? But what he said it all means is that Jesus was trying to make a point about capitalism. Oh, really? And that capitalism is his preferred method. And what he was saying about the parable is that God isn't a socialist or a communist, meaning everyone doesn't get equal treatment at the wedding. I see. See, and God, God is saying not everybody gets equal treatment. God was saying there are levels of closeness you can get to him. If you're an Israelite, you can get kind of close. If you're a Levite, you can get even closer. And if you're like the high priest, you can get even closer, you know, only one day a year. But I just thought, oh, this is also relevant and applicable to our lives in terms of understanding. Like, what is all of this meaning with the virgins? and key? If, if you basically, Steve said, sometimes God speaks like Yoda in riddles and you got to pay attention because if you parse out what his will is, it will speak into your life. If you look at the text, you'll just think, oh, we're supposed to stay completely sexually pure, pure, keep our oil in our urns and keep our wicks trimmed and don't get mad if a groom is late. That's just what the text is saying. But that's not what he was saying. He's saying capitalism is the best and it's a ringing endorsement for America from the God of the universe. Oh, I love that. I love <gasps> it when uh, you really peel back meaning and suddenly it, the, the word just really blooms for you. Yeah. And I love that comparison to Yoder. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that Yoda uh, was a Jedi. You know, he, the way he taught the Jedi's is exactly what Je- how Jesus is trying to teach us. Yoda would use these metaphors to help Luke understand, and Jesus uses metaphors to help us understand. Yeah, the Force is strong with us. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well, just like Jesus drove out the money changers in the temple, our guest today is going to drive your worries away. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bill Bynes. Hey, great to be here. <laughs> hey, Thank Bill. So, so nice to see you. Oh, here. it's so nice to see you. And it's so nice to see you. Oh, what an awesome, um, is that a leather jacket? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's a leather, it's a leather jacket and pants. You can only stand up here so you can see these. Oh, yeah. those are shiny. Yeah, they are shiny. A little loose. I didn't know they'd be so loose. Yeah. But um, yeah, I got these at a, at, a, at a thrift store, so I'm hoping to. Step That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Are you hot? New look. I'm pretty warm. Yeah. Can, am I sweating? You are. Yeah. Just yeah. a little bit. On the I'm all right. I'll, I'll cool. I because I, I walked in here pretty quick. Yeah. But those pants. I, was, uh, I, hit, I took the stairs. I'm trying to lose lose some pounds. Oh, I do that too. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'll cool off. Have you ever done a Fitbit? I got a Fitbit. I got my ten thousand steps every day. I park way out in the back of the oh, parking lot. Oh, good for you. Yes, good for you. Yeah, yeah, I can't afford one currently, but I'm I'm aspiring to get a Fitbit. But the problem with those leather pants is that they don't really breathe. They don't breathe right? at all. No, there's yeah. no ventilation here. Um, I think I think. I think it's one of those things where we talk about it, it'll make it worse. And if I, okay. maybe if I just sort of mind over matter a little bit, can, can get past this. And yeah. it doesn't look like the real leather anyway, right? I doubt they're Are they real, real leather. leather? The, well, they're making a lot of noise. They're and shiny. I, they're shiny and it, it probably is a form of plastic. Right. There were a so, lot of beanbags sold at the place. Oh, yeah, that's It does cool. kind of look like the beanbag material. This might be, have been a beanbag recently. It looks, I think, from a distance and in a fog Good. So, Bill, tell us a little bit about what you do around Twin Hills. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. So, I am a musician. Uh, Guitar is my main instrument, lead guitar. Okay. Um, Alpha lead. 
because uh, sometimes mm. if you have more than one lead guitar, you'll separate into alpha and beta. Okay. Oh. And I, my temperament is an alpha lead guitarist. Oh. And I am currently on the third squad of the uh, the sword bearers. Okay. Uh, well, the sword bearers is the um, right the sword the bearers for those who don't know leading. our main worship band. Yeah, and uh, I'm currently in the third squad. Really? Uh, so if the first two squads can't make it, I can cycle in to be the backup rhythm guitarist. That's awesome. Yeah, no, so, it's so great. They're so such great guys. So you are the third string rhythm guitarist, even though you yourself are My temperament, like my natural position is an alpha lead guitarist. Like that I is see. where I'm meant to be. But I'm, I like being part of a band and I'm happy to do whatever, whatever a band needs. Okay. Like I'm not above that. So I'm playing sort of out of position. Yeah. It's sort of like if Kareem Abdul-Jabbar oh. just was a point guard on a basketball right. team just to help the team, even though right. that obviously you'd look at this guy's not a point guard. This guy should be a dominating center. That's right. Kareem, you know, this guy's a team player. He's going to, if they need a point guard, then he's going to do it. So if that's what, if that's what the sword holders, which is what they call the third squad sword bearers is the first squad. Okay. That's your Christmas Easter. Right. You know, those I mean, those guys are, and I've got no grudge against those guys. Let me say that early and often. The third strings were called the sword holders. Okay. Then you go up to the sword grippers. That's the second string. That's the second string. And then the sword bearers is your, I mean, top of the line. And you know what? They're doing great. Oh, right. I think you you guys must love their performances. Absolutely. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I believe it's like the, it's sort of one of the jewels of the crown here. Yeah. When, when people come to Twin Hills, they're going, hey, yeah. I could either go to see a U2 concert yeah. or I could go see the sword bearers. And you'd yeah. see the sword bearers. Right. I mean, Lydia, the lead singer, she has like a something like a four octave range. Oh, I mean, it is unbelievable. It's, it's, it's supernatural. It really is. And they also have Barry Hyde on there and he used to play with, um, well, he has, he's guested on the Eagles and the Eagles cover band. And I know he also did a stint with Metallica. Look, Barry's great. He's the lead guitarist. Really? Yeah. He's the sword bearers. He is the current alpha lead guitarist. He's unbelievable. Pretty good. So Barry's kind of the guy that you're going, Hey, uh, I would love that job one day. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the job I think about having. Yeah, and you know, I think Barry's pretty good. I mean, it's he plays with Metallica and the Eagles cover band, and he's good. I mean, he's yeah. got chops. Barry's got chops. Have who's, you ever played say- with any of these bands like Keith Urban or yeah. any of these? You get out on the road and have gig? I played with them like in my in my apartment, like along with their music? Do you mean I oh. play with all kinds of stuff? Is oh, that what that's you're cool. Well, I just know that musicians oh, a lot per- of times I have not yet, go out and they'll gig. No, no, I don't gig. I have not had a professional uh, job okay. doing guitar. Except for you're being paid here. You I'd be, are a I'd professional. Except for being a, a sword holder. Have That's you been right. brought up to, to play um, yet since you've joined? Like for an active service? Right. No. Okay. Uh, we I've done a lot of the rehearsals. Okay. And I go to even more rehearsals than I am allowed to participate in. And how long have you been in understudy of the sword uh, holders? Uh, let's see. Uh, grippers is second. Well, I'm right? an understudy, I guess, of sword grippers oh. who themselves are understudies of the sword bearers. That's right. So you're in the sword, ho- sword, sword holders. Sword holders. Uh, I am an understudy of the understudies. I guess I've been in that position for 15 years. Okay. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Now, I noticed that you have some of your nails, like your thumbnail and that yeah, this, nail, they're mm-hmm. longer. They're very long. Can, this is to help picking. That's for picking. And I have a, I'm doing it on both my right and left hand in case they ever need a left-handed guitarist. I. Oh, you can just switch it? I can't currently do that, but I I'm, I'm trying just to show that if that's what it takes. Yeah, that's important for the team, right? Yeah. Depending if there's on... like symmetry, because I feel like a lot of the guys are right-handed currently, and to me that, that looks lopsided. Mm-hmm. And it'd right be nice all. if there was some left-handed 
guys on the other end of the stage. That's right. You don't know yeah. what's coming Barry's down the pipe. Barry's great, but he is right-handed. Yeah. Okay. So that would be like a Kirk Franklin song or something. And maybe right. you got to go lefty and you got to pull out a That's Hill right. song. That's right. Or if you want to do a, you know, a Beatles song and you want to play the bass, bass part like Paul McCartney left-handed or something. Yeah. I have never seen Barry play the bass. I assume he probably could. But. Now, um, I just I was uh, wondering, is, is your hair actually caught under the um, chair there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just might want to be careful before you move Stand your chair because up. I believe yeah. the ponytail. Okay, is I you. came in so Pull fast. I just I knew that I was late and I just came in so fast and I pulled this chair up and it is, it's on my hair. Okay. Okay, well, just make sure uh, don't not stand up. I think up. I'm good. Okay. So 15 years in that 15 time. years, yeah. I have, yeah, 15 years uh, since I applied for, I auditioned for the Sword Bearers. Right. What was that day like when you actually oh my got gosh. the call? Oh my gosh. It was so exciting. So I auditioned and I'm going to be honest. I don't think my audition was great. What did I was, you play? I was nervous. I, what song did I play? Right. Chopsticks. Uh, on, on, my, on my guitar, yeah. Uh, I was like, you know what? Everybody comes in here and tries to wow these guys with some kind of uh, with something over the top. I'm gonna keep it simple. So you're playing chopsticks, and yeah, you're getting with as much it. poise as I can. And I'm gonna put my own spin on it. What? Oh, how do That's you do that? That's important. Slow it down, change the tempo, switch up the notes. Okay, Ooh. so a different song. It's at some points, you know, unrecognizable. In terms of, I mean, I'm certainly being inspired by chopsticks as I do it. I'm only playing like two notes at any one time. Okay. Oh, you know? that's so cool. Uh, as opposed to a, you know, a chord might have as many as six notes. Right. But I'm so, using two maximum. So, it would, I, and I hate to put you on the spot. No, no, no. I, I, are you kidding me? I, this, I love talking about oh, this. I so, would there be, could you just give us a little um, a taste of what the melody line? Well, I can't line... remember exactly what it was like. Well, so normal chopstick is like dun, 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 so I I was like okay I'm gonna be inspired and that's I would call that simplicity right Ooh, poise which is good you know um, um, prince a, 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 prince um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. economy uh-huh. I'm gonna go with that I think what I started with was and that's were noises that I made in addition to the oh that's cool because look the sword bearers you got to stand out. There right. must have been like 15 guys auditioning the day I auditioned. Yeah. Well, I've heard that about the, um, remember Simon and Garfunkel? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. did a Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. Oh, and right. they were yeah. playing all uh, kitchen stuff. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So you doing stuff with your mouth and everything. Yeah. I see. It's that kind of like you'd think that would be amateurish and unprofessional. But look, those guys are doing good, right? Yeah. They got really creative. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. went, they went far, I think. So that's, that's, yeah, I I try to be inspired by that. And uh, I didn't get the call right away. It was actually a year later that I got the call and it was by mistake at first. Um, Barry called me, uh, because he needed help. I also work on cars. Oh. Oh. And, um, and, uh, I, I can, um, I, I just do pretty good. I could work on car engines, you know? Oh, that's great. Pretty good with cars. If your brakes are, are squeaking, you wonder if something's up with them or you need someone to look at it and tell you if it's a battery or an alternator. I can figure that stuff out. So Barry was oh. like, hey, something's up with my car. I think it was a Mercedes something or other. And I said, I'll go take a look at it and uh, help them fix it out. And he's like, hey, you're that guy that did that weird audition. Yeah. And I was like, and- yes, yeah, of course he remembers it. And um, I started crying, I think, at some point. Well, and then he invited, yeah, it is. Well, I want to show him that I'm open to my emotions. Yeah. And he invited me to audition for the sword holders. And that's when I got back up rhythm guitar. That is oh, awesome. That so is... in some rehearsals, I, I come in and I play an E chord or sometimes an E minor. Oh. 
I mean, that is such an amazing story of just reminding yourself that, hey, you're going to take a risk. That's you're going right. to put yourself out there. That's right. And he respected that. I and think. he respected that. Yeah. What was wrong with his car? Uh, turns out, well, he's a, I don't know what he's doing with this car, but he, uh, a lot was wrong with it. The, uh, the alternator was disconnected from the battery. The brakes were worn down to the, to the nubs and, uh, there was no oil in it. It was actually uh, pretty easy to diagnose. We put some oil in it, got the brakes replaced. I, you know, I spotted some of the cash, fixed his battery. I don't know. He must, I think he lives fast. I do a lot of their repairs oh, and so washing. Cool. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, they need it. And I'm happy to help whatever the band needs. Oh, I think I've seen you. So you do, because you do the washing in the parking lot here while the... Well, that, we're all there anyway. So oh, it's right. just like, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at the church and I'll wash your car. I'll, I'll you know, I'll do a little tune up and then I'll head in and play an E minor chord as a backup rhythm guitarist. Oh, so you That's have to cool. be here in case anything happens. You have to be on site. I'm on call for most of their automotive problems, especially okay. Barry. Him, I'm, I'm on high alert for his problems. Right. With the car, which happened a lot. Yeah, what's yeah, he just floors it. He just he, oh. he just rips that. He's got a Mercedes and he just rips it around everywhere. You Ooh. can tell too the way he plays. It's really he he sometimes he's it's like he's in another place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just is a t- completely he it's it's like he's he's Very levitating. Mm-hmm. You, th- you think yeah, he's pretty good. I My mean, husband Lance Labatt and I we went to a, a Rod Stewart show. Oh. At the um, Four Winds Casino. Okay, and yeah. We. I remember. I remember when that show was going. Around. It was so cool, right? Yeah, yeah. And Wasn't um, it? It was one of those free ones where, you, as long as you go to the casino, you can. That's right. Yeah. And we were worried because we didn't want anyone to think we were gaming. We didn't want anyone to think that right, we would right. not well, be good There's such good stewards. shows at the casino that it's a. It's a. So we went to the steak joint first, and we each did the salad bar. And we each got a fillet. I think my husband had a New York strip, and. Mm-hmm. And we just wanted to make sure that nobody saw us gambling because okay. we are not going to be. Well, you're not. Yeah, you're not gambling. You don't want anybody to get the wrong idea. No, right. no, no. We are good stewards of our money and we tithe and all that. And so we went to the Rod Stewart show. Okay. And he got up there and he would just shred on these guitars. Really? Wait, maybe this was a John Mayer show. Probably was John Mayer. I think yeah. it was a John Mayer show. Yeah. Those two guys Rod are similar. play guitar, I think. Think. Or you know what? It could have been. Does Barry Manilow play the guitar? He he's mostly a piano player, but I bet you he could. This might have been when we were in if Branson. If you saw Barry Manilow break out a guitar, that would be something special. Yeah, we were in Branson, and it was Barry Manilow. Okay, it yeah. was incredible. Well, what a songwriter! Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, you know he really he's he's cracked the code. I've always speaking of songwriting, I've always thought that Dolly Parton makes songwriting seem like it's as easy as uh, you know falling over. She, she can she makes it look that way. And 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 um, I've, I've written always, some songs too that I've oh, really? submitted to the sword holders. Oh really? Which I've asked them to submit to the sword grippers. And songwriting is not my forte, but I do like to. Um, well, I, I feel like a lot of the sword bear songs do not feature the lead guitar enough. Mm-hmm. What are, some, what are some of the song titles that you've um, of songs that you've written? Um, Shredding Your Way to Heaven Ooh, is yeah. one. Uh, um, Ripping Up the Lead in the Name of Jesus. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sort of always focusing on that lead guitar. Well, I just want an excuse to have several solos. I feel like you could have an opening solo, verse, initial solo, right. chorus, bridge, two more solos. Key change. Key change to the final chorus and then two outros. Now that's I, my general song that's structure. Great. Most songs are seven or eight minutes. Oh, that's great! Um, wow, really long. Yeah, I mean, I've cut them down to that. The full versions, what I think, would be fifteen minutes, but I don't think that's 
I want to keep it accessible for uh, people who are trying to find faith. Yeah, that's cool. I think something um, that happens in those solos, I always sort of wonder because, you know, um, I play some music, especially in climax uh, when, we're, when we're doing praise and worship. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a lot of times I say no solos because oh. I find that the kids. Why? Well, just, I say, out, just out of the gate, no solos? Well, I say no solos just because the kids, it doesn't really hold their attention. And, and <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, who's solo? I guess who's soloing? I guess you know, right. that's I, true. That is true. Usually it's a kid, um, you know, in high school. So that right. the solos some, are always pretty. Some idiot. Right. Some jerk, probably. So, um, well, you know, they're I trying. I, well, who cares? I mean, like, if you're not holding somebody's attention with a solo, then that's like, you, then you're not holding somebody's attention with a fireworks display. Oh. Right. If you were like, oh, I set off fireworks, nobody paid attention. I'm like, well, whose fault is that? Is it wow. the medium of fireworks or is it the lame kids you had fire off some lame fireworks display? See. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a like lot you... of people in this church are allowed to play lead guitar, and I don't think they love it. Oh. I think a lot of people, a lot of people around here are given an opportunity to play lead guitar, and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do it! Shred! Mm. Yeah, I hear, I've, I've actually heard you yell that before. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes in the service, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, there's there's room for a solo in a lot of these yeah. songs. Yeah, and you're up and in the balcony some, some or you're backstage. There's some original song that Barry wrote, which is like the glory's in the mountains Ooh. or some crap. Yeah. And I'm just like, and it's great, you know, whatever, and it's beautiful and, you know, yeah. Lydia sings it and it's like, it's pretty. I know it's catchy, yeah. but there's no solo in it. There was a keyboard. Mm-hmm. I do love Glory in the Mountains. This is an amazing song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 in its current abbreviated form. Yes. You can hear the influence that he used to uh, tour with Billy Joel. You can hear it. Oh, yeah. You can absolutely. hear it. It's almost like that song where Billy Joel goes all the way through history in that one song. The, yeah. The Down Easter Alexa? Yeah. I think so, too. And I just like, you know, I think there's room to have your Billy Joel legacy and then work a solo in there. I mean, he could he could do it. Now, I did have a question <sighs> about... Um, sometimes, sometimes in the sword holders, even though I'll be playing a backup rhythm guitar, I will... Feel the spirit, frankly, and I don't think I should ignore that. And I will bust no. into a solo, an unsolicited, uh, perhaps previously prohibited solo. Yeah. Oh, they've told you you can't do that. Sometimes before songs, they'll look at me and be like, no solos. And I'll be like, I'm a rhythm guitarist, I know. But then I'll feel it, and I'm like, well, this isn't me making this decision. It's the spirit. This is the spirit, mm-hmm. and I'm going to see what the spirit wants to say. Absolutely. And I'll step to the front, and I'll push... Kathy out of the way. She's the she's the lead singer for the sword holders. She does the Lydia parts. And uh and I'll start shredding. That's great. Yeah. Which, you have to follow the spirit. You have to uh, yeah, we'll see where this goes. Now, I did have a question. I heard that Barry um did get in a fender bender the other day. Yeah. At what do you do you know what happened? Yeah, I guess his his brakes were bad. Aww. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, do you he work must on have his brakes as well. Yeah, I did. I worked on his brakes, and then they, then he got into a fender bender. Oh. But I guess you know I told you he drove bad, so he probably he's a bad driver. Probably after I put the brakes in, he probably rode them too hard. It's a good thing that he was not hurt. Was he not? Was his car hurt? Why? It's happened? a miracle that he wasn't hurt. It's crazy that he wasn't hurt. I mean, the brakes totally went out, and somehow he's completely fine. Right. I and mean, he it, lives down in Brown County where there are some hills and stuff too. There's some cliffs. And well, I know he takes the turns just so fast, and somehow I don't know what happened, but. The car crumpled in just the right way that he was, I mean, I think he's healthier. 
perfectly protected. Maybe I mean maybe it was God. You know, maybe it was, it was God. It was an awesome story too because he was talking. I just was talking to some of the guys on 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 the stage after the service the other day, mm-hmm. and he actually was saying. Um, he was telling the story. He said, my brakes went out. I had no yeah. brakes. I was going 100 miles right. an hour down a back country road right. to my house. And he Probably. said, and he goes, it was fun. He said, I actually liked it. Whoa. Yeah. That's yeah. the rock and roll lifestyle. It is. And I was like, man, I would be going, I would be, I would just be so terrified. And he just said, no. I, yeah. He's like, I just gripped the wheel harder. Yeah. I started praying and screaming. Well, he needs, I, I mean, okay, <laughs> we all love Barry. But I, you know, I, I think he's he could, awesome. I think he could. You could stand a little humbleness, I think. You know, humbleness is part of good character. It's a virtue. When you're 65 and you look like that, I mean, he looks like he's probably 40. He really does. Just really amazing. But the Beatitudes do say, you know, humble, meek, you know, gracious, all them. Yeah, and I don't think Barry would score too high in a Beatitudes report card. I wonder if he gets work done. I mean, he really does. I think he does. He looks like a key Thurman. I think he does get work done. He does. does. I don't don't know. I don't know. But it looks like he does. You can get that stuff in. His body is insane. Mm -hmm. It's it's fantastic. His body's insane. What, no hair? Yeah. Well, they're giving... On your chest? At the 65, you have no hair? They give these Hollywood guys the HGH human growth hormone. Do you think that's what he's doing? They really do. Well, he's Hollywood. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They really do. They take these things and it really keeps them virile. And his face is so... I mean, it's like looking at a diamond. It really is. And he has that perfect shaggy hair with the layers. I don't know how you have hair that good. How could you have no hair on your body and then you have the mane of a lion? Yeah. You know what's really interesting? And I hate, you know, I don't want to gossip, but this is just something because, you know, I have seen the annual report and uh, just with the financials of the church. And I actually saw it it didn't have Barry's name on it. Oh my God. How much? But... Um, it did break down. I saw the instrument. It basically said lead guitar, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. it, alpha lead, alpha lead. Um, and so I did see his annual salary. Oh my God. Tell it's me $248,000 a year. God, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he's God. really well paid. That's he's what the president of the United the, States makes. Right. He he's probably not, one of the top, top, uh, he does not yeah. pay me to work on his car, which I'm fine with. I'm oh, fine it's a with labor of love. Well, I'm helping the band. Mm-hmm. I don't think Barry would would do that. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in uh, Dayton, Ohio. Oh, I bet Barry's been through Dayton, Ohio a few times on a tour. Yeah, I've seen him. him. Yeah, probably on Dave Matthews' bus. Uh, oh, he did play with Dave Matthews yeah. for a while. He did. Um, when, it was insane. He played the fiddle and the guitar. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know he could do that. Uh-huh. And, and I think when the, um, the saxophone player died, he actually could. He stepped in. Mm-hmm. He's a decent saxophone player. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's better at guitar. Yeah, I used to see Barry when he'd come through Dayton. So you've known Barry for quite a while. As a fan or whatever? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, look, the guy technically is great. I mean, you know, whatever. I, the guy, he doesn't, I'm going to say this. He is a, he's a chef with the best kitchen and I don't like the menu that he picks. Let me just say that. He doesn't do enough guitar solos and he should, um, he should, um, Spend a little less time shampooing his hair and a little more time arranging these songs yeah. with a little more eye towards Jesus. Yeah. With the most Jesus instrument there is, which is the guitar, because that's closest to a cross. Uh, in that oh, way. that's awesome. And it has six strings. Yeah, yeah, six okay. strings. That's like uh, half the apostles. That's oh, right. What do you think Christ and Jesus specifically have done mm-hmm. for your guitar playing? Mm. So much. 
Without my faith, I don't think I could play at all. Really? Well, I haven't had lessons, and my practice schedule is erratic. So I rely on faith mostly. Wow. Without Before I uh, was saved, because that came to me pretty late, actually. My family was... Uh, was not too religious. Oh, really? And I, and I uh, came to Jesus uh, when I was 17. Oh, good. Shortly after my parents uh, split up. Oh, wow. And um, it was a youth camp. And, uh, and I was, and I was uh, uh, trying to play guitar then, pretty new to it. And there was um, a youth pastor who was pretty good at guitar and, and did a lesson, probably like what you're doing when you teach everyone to be scared of guitar solos, whatever it is you do. And... Um, and this, and we when we learned some guitar, and I felt I felt Jesus when I played the guitar. Oh, I felt awesome. Him say, "You're in the right place." Yes. I felt like a warmth, and I I just felt like this is what I'm meant to do. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then I drove home in a car that I built myself, Ooh. and I uh, was like, "I have found it. I have found my calling." Yes. That is an awesome story. Yeah, and so I uh, I think that Barry Frawl. I think sometimes talent is a curse because mm-hmm. I think it's almost like. It's almost like if you have too much food in the refrigerator, you don't appreciate dinner, mm. I think. And I mm-hmm. think Barry might be in that. I think he might be in I think he's lost a little passion. You know, I was wow. watching this really weird movie mm. the other night. It was called Amadeus. Oh. Have you seen it? No. No. I, no I, it's, about, um, it's about Mozart. Mm. And Amadeus is the guy who's he's sort of the brilliant piano player. Oh. But then there's this other guy that's going, hey... Right, you know, I'm the guy that's been around, and I'd I'd like to. Yeah, I, I'd also What's like that to guy's get, name? That guy's name is Solieri. Oh, mm-hmm. Solieri, mm-hmm. okay. And he's like, hey, this Amadeus guy, he's not as good as everybody says he is. Oh, really? Right. And then he's kind of going, I write music too. I mm-hmm. can play music too. And he's, you know, and 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 just the guy. Oh my God, am I sweating again? Well, you've been sweating uh, this whole time. It's the pants. Time. It's the pants the and the jacket. Sweating, yeah. Well, it's dripping off the tip of your ponytail too. Yeah. Oh God, I'm pulling out my hair a lot here. I'm gonna move the chair in a second. Okay. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. What happened to the guy? Who Salieri. Said he's... Oh, I fell asleep. I had oh, no idea. God. But it Salieri was, so was a guy who had. Uh, uh... It was so boring. Amadeus no was boring. Yeah, it's mm. just it's so long. It, it sounds three. like it was a good start. Yeah, really good start. You might watch it. I might watch it. Well, I just think Barry. Uh, you know, I know he's good or whatever, but I think sometimes his passion. I think he's lost his passion a little bit. And you know what? I don't. You know, maybe take a break. Is what he needs. Sometimes, be. sometimes you gotta if the even a field that has produced a lot of good crops needs a needs a season off. That's right. Is there? And a, I think he should step down for a while. You think he should step down for his own good? For his own good. I'm thinking of him. I just think he should step down and take a break. Yeah, you gotta rotate. You can't do so. What if he'd gotten hurt? What if he'd gotten hurt in that car accident? That's right. Well, then who would go on? You would. Well, we, and you're ready. Should at least be a move up the ranks. You know, Which I can move up to prim- primary it. rhythm guitarist of the sword holders. That's it right. is crazy. Or maybe even backup lead of the sword grippers. That's after right. the accident, after an accident like that, you'd think he would take time step, off. Step, take. Maybe you know, he should reflect on how lucky you are. Maybe uh-huh. go for a walk to be in alive. another state or something. Yeah. Are you dating right now? Um, yes. Are you? It's pretty. I didn't know whether to, it's. It's pretty new. Really? So I. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Would she I, say yes? I think she would say we are seeing each other. That's so cool. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about her? Well, you know, I uh, haven't checked with her yet. Um, but uh, her name is Regina Glynn, and she mm. uh, is currently married but separated. Oh, uh, very oh. separated. And oh. I know this. I know this is... 
That's problematic. It's problematic, yeah, and yeah. it's not what Jesus would want. No, but you know, but it's I covered uh, in the blood. Yeah, and we have been meeting for a Bible study together. That's good. Uh, which I would call dates. Yeah, of course. That's exactly what great. We calls make a dating. date, and we meet and we talk about the Bible. That's what would right. she call, what would she call and it? And she gets very emotional because I ask her about her life and I give her a chance to talk about her life. What would she call it? She would definitely call it lunch. She would call it Bible study. She would say we have a date for Bible study and we definitely have a relationship of Bible friends. Are there it other, might be early to call it dating. Are there other people there when you yes. meet? Okay. Yeah, but it sounds like she's going through a tumultuous time. She's, she's going through ending a, tough a marriage. Time. It's very difficult. Yeah, it's very it's painful. Yeah. And so it's great that you're there for her. That's what I think. So you're meeting for a small group, but small group, ten or fifteen people. Um, I've sat next to her three times. We definitely, I definitely make her laugh. Uh, once I showed up and I tripped, and everybody laughed. Oh, that's good. Physical comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's the most honest kind. Did you mean to trip? No. Oh, well, play it up. Well, I was I was having, uh, before I got these leather pants, I had these khakis, these sort of pleated khakis, and a pleat got caught on the edge of a chair. I don't know how I did it, but I whipped myself around in a 360, knocked into a waiter. I mean, this was crazy timing. The platter went up in the air and landed on my head and shattered like a thunderclap. And then I um, bent, uh, I fell totally forward, and then somehow I was able to whip myself right back up and act like it didn't happen. And Regina really thought that was funny. I guess we're not dating. I would say that we are just seeing each other. Now that I talk it out loud. It's got to start somewhere. That's what I think. Did you make a shift to the leather pants after that? That day. When was this? This was today. I just bought these. So you were, you were at small group earlier today. Uh-huh. My so pleated you, you, my khakis caught on the... Okay. All right. Like the side of a chair and I whipped myself around 360 into a waiter. Platter of clams went up in the air and then landed on my head. Like snapped a like a thunderclap. Right. I folded forward like a bobblehead and then snapped right back up like a rubber band. Acted like it didn't happen. And Regina laughed. And then you went and got those pants. I left the restaurant minutes later. Went to a leather store. Could not afford it. Went to a thrift store, which mostly has bean bags, and bought this outfit without trying it on. Put it on in my car. Ran up these stairs. We're so glad you're here. Thank you. Ah, I'd love to be here. Did you get that tank top too? Oh, this wasn't a tank top when I put it on. Well, just like Jesus reached into his insult bag and told everybody that prostitutes and tax collectors were getting to heaven before them, I'm going to reach into the mailbag for your letters, everybody. All right, Bill, you ready to answer a letter from a listener? Let's do it. I'd love to. Okay, here we go. Love to help. This one's short and sweet. Here we go. Dear Hallie, Gray, and Guest, Did Mushrooms Saw God? Now what? Signed, Silly Cy Ben. Hmm. Wait, did Mushrooms Mushrooms Did Mushrooms God? It's did mushrooms, period. Saw God, period. Oh. Now what? Question mark. Ah. Did mushrooms saw Did mushrooms saw God? Now what? Did Did mushrooms. mushrooms. So that means he, does he mean he planted them? Did mushrooms? Did mushrooms? Did mushrooms? Is it, maybe this is is one of those spell check things. He was maybe dictating it into his phone. 
And he meant to say something else. Yeah. Did what? What would be close on the keyboard to the letters that make mushrooms? Like did, uh, did uh, something about a room? Did 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 math rooms? Did math room for math for math rooms? Something it could be bathroom. Did bathroom? Did bathroom? It's got to be. It's got to be bathroom. It's got to be bathroom. Or like a missed bathroom. Or like I did about. Maybe he's a plumber and he's saying I did a bathroom. Okay. And then I saw God, saw maybe God. still. Saw God is good. Yeah. Saw God is great. Did mushrooms, saw God. But if he's working what? in a bathroom and he saw God, I mean. So, it would definitely hold so, you up. Did mushrooms. No, I just got to ask people to really, you got to spell check these before you send them in. I'm yeah. sure that he just was so excited to, whatever he wanted to ask, he was excited about. So he yeah. just didn't bother rereading. Right. What if it, what if the did was wrong? What if it's. Eight mushrooms. Okay. You know, like I like to put, I like to put those oh, mushrooms on my mushroom. salad. Yeah, and right. yeah you you can like saute them, those little oyster mushrooms, put they some garlic and butter and all that around. on the, yeah. oh yeah. I think They're basically zero calories too. And there's mushrooms? no fat. Oh yeah. Oh, that's it's so great. cool. And if you put butter and garlic and salt on them, they're so good. Oh yeah. And also they're like not an animal and they're not a plant. Well, I think it's awesome that he's doing these. And I think it's awesome that he's seeing God in anything you eat. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. I guess he just had a so meal that was so good that he felt the spirit. Yeah. And now what I say, I would say be patient. That's right. You know, it's not going to always happen every time you cook, you frap some mushrooms. That's right. I think that could apply to all of us. Be okay. patient. Be patient. Yeah. yeah. And, and and speaking of mushrooms, like let's talk about fruit. Let's talk about the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit the the things that will let you know that your tree is bearing fruit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is what love joy peace patience Humble, uh, kindness goodness uh, humbleness uh gratitude self control yeah interesting so in terms of now what i would say um i would say keep on seeking jesus right. know that the you you spell check you, you spell check, check. first you spell check keep seeking jesus and um you know the the truth will set you free yeah, you know what? Let me just put this into my phone real quick, and maybe oh maybe yeah, maybe it'll auto correct right or whatever thing. Yeah, that's oh, what smart. Did so say? did mushrooms, mushrooms saw, saw God? God. Period. Maybe I'll just Google it and see what happens. No, what? Oh no. What? Guys. What? What is it? Mushrooms are drugs. How? Bill Bynes was played by Will Hines. Check out his podcast, Screw It, We're Just Gonna Talk About Comics. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon. 